What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Man, doesn't time just fly by, especially if you're a business owner? 2023 is already well underway, so don't wait any longer to level up your small business and set your year up for success. Get ahead of the competition by using stamps.com to mail and ship. Stamps.com lets you print your own postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. It's ready to go in minutes, so you can get back to running your business sooner. We love stamps.com at the Functional Medicine Telehealth Center. It makes providing the best functional medicine care for our patients around the world really, really simple. Stamps.com is the post office elevated. Postage rates just increased again. But luckily, Stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry. With rates you literally can't find anywhere else, like up to 84% off USPS and UPS. Plus, Stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options. Stamps.com is a one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. For 25 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. You can get access to the USPS and UPS shipping services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Set your business up for success when you get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code Will Cole for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code Will Cole. Again, get a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale at Stamps.com, promo code Will Cole. Thanks to Stamps.com for sponsoring The Art of Being Well. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is The Art of Being Well. What's up? And welcome to The Art of Being Well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via webcam, and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, and Ketotarian. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, becoming a patient, we actually have brand new telehealth patient options now open. And there's lots of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And the day is almost near at, at the time of recording this. My brand new book, Gut Feelings, is coming out. It's for pre-order right now, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm so excited that, about this book. As a writer, as an educator, it's a large part of my job with my patients. This has been my favorite book so far that I've written. The subtitle of the book is Healing the Shame-Fueled Relationship Between What You Eat and How You Feel. So it's really talking about the bi-directional relationship between mental health and physical health and how mental health is not separate from physical health. Mental health is physical health. Talking about how underlying gut problems and nutrient deficiencies and chronic infections like mold toxicity and 
chronic Lyme, these things that I measure on patients' labs, how these physical things, i.e. the gut stuff, impact our mental emotional health, impact things like anxiety and depression and brain fog and fatigue. But then conversely, how mental emotional spiritual facets like chronic stress and trauma and even talking about the science of intergenerational or transgenerational trauma, how things can literally, as far as trauma is concerned, be passed down on a physical level from generation to generation, how those mental, emotional, spiritual factors impact our physical health can be literally stored in our cells, raising inflammation, dysregulating our nervous system, impacting the gut-brain axis, and in turn, the brain hormonal axis. And it's a large part of my work with my patients that have autoimmune inflammation issues. So it's called gut feelings. I also am talking about diet culture and toxic anti-diet culture, in my opinion, and what true body positivity, in my opinion, really looks like. And I get to talk about so much stuff that I see play out in patients' lives. And there's a protocol to start to deal with the gut and the feelings, the physiological and the psychological. So we are giving away lots of free stuff when you pre-order Gut Feelings right now. There's a three-week mastermind with myself, Dr. Caroline Leaf, Dr. Daniel Amen, and Dr. Nicole LaPera, the holistic psychologist on Instagram, who actually wrote the foreword of the book. There's an online mastermind with the four of us for everybody that pre-orders. So head on over to drwillcole.com for all the pre-order goodness right now for Gut Feelings. We're also giving away free signed books. No matter when you listen to this episode, every single month, my team and I will be randomly picking winners when you leave and rate and review The Art of Being Well on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you love about the show. And every month, again, my team and I will be going and picking winners. You can do it two different ways. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast Review itself, or you can take a screenshot of the Apple Podcast Review and message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. And my team and I will be going through the messages every month on Instagram, as well as the Apple Podcast Reviews themselves and picking winners. I'll reach out to you. We'll ask what book you want me to sign and we'll send it out to you. All right, let's get to today's guest. She's a beautiful human being inside and out. Her name is Emma Hemming Willis. After 20 plus years in the beauty and fashion industry and being a bit of a total product junkie, you'd think she'd seen it all until she was expecting and becoming a mom. While she was glowing and growing, she was forming stretch marks in places she didn't even know were places. She couldn't find the skincare routine she needed and that every mother and woman deserves. One that's safe, natural, unfussy, and actually works. So she teaches us what she discovered. Let's get right to it. This is Emma Hemming Willis's Art of Being Well. Emma, thanks so much for being on the podcast. I am so excited to be here. I can't even tell you. Thank you. We talked prior to recording and I it means so much to me that you listen to the podcast as a as a listener not just as a guest to be on the show. I do. I, there's about a handful of podcasts that I listen to and you are one of them. So when I got the call about being asked to be on the show, I was like, "Really?" because I tune in to learn <laughs> and to be taught. So, yeah, this is an honor to be able to chat with you and connect with your listeners. Thank you so much. So I want to start with your, let's start with maybe the framing the conversation around self-care. I think that that term can be thrown around a lot and people don't know exactly what it means. They have a vague idea or I'd love to talk about the, maybe the baggage that that term has around people, especially women, is they, they'll see, maybe unconsciously, they'll see self-care as selfish. Or when people talk about self-care, they'll be seen as selfish. Do you see that around that, this conversation on self-care? Have you experienced it yourself? I mean, 100%. I think, oh gosh, you know, I don't even really like to even coin it as self-care anymore because I just mm -hmm. think it doesn't even serve a purpose for myself. For me, it's about making time. Like, how am I making time for myself today? So, you know, you could think of that as self-care. But for me, making time, there's just sort of like more action behind that. You know, I have a friend of mine, Helen, and we check in with each other daily about what have you done today 
for yourself to make time, you know, as opposed to what are you doing for self-care? So for me, making time is like putting my needs above everyone else's. Like it's a must for me. You know, I have a very busy and complicated life. So making myself a priority is so important so that it can, you know, when I'm my best self, it trickles down to my family. Mm -hmm. You know, historically, I've always struggled with self-care, especially after the birth of my first child. I, you know, just put her needs, just my family's needs, every, you know, all everyone else's needs above my own. Because I also thought like society tells you to do that, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're now a mother and, you know, a wife and you need to be doing X, Y, Z. And, you know, I really was kind of like striving for this super mom status, you know, Mm -hmm. because like that's what I felt like I needed to be. And oh my gosh, I did that for so long. Mm -hmm. My health took a total hit. You know, I wasn't sleeping properly. I was really skinny. You know, I was breastfeeding and just not even like getting the right nutrients my body needed. Mm-hmm. Yet miraculously, I was producing a ton of milk, which was so surprising to me. But, you know, I just fed into that narrative. Mm-hmm. And I realized it's really only been a couple of years that I've tried to turn that around. And make myself a priority. And some people, they really don't like to hear that. They do really think that that's ultimately very selfish. But I know for me that if I don't put my needs above my own, I really can't look after myself properly or my family properly. Yeah, absolutely. And I see that play out in so many people's lives. And to me, I mean, that, that cliched saying about, you know, when you are in an airplane, you, you know, if there's something happens, you have to put on the oxygen for yourself before you help, help somebody else. And I think that's very much true when it comes to just everyday life. And I see people when their cup is full, they can be the partner that they, they want to be or can be. They, they could be the parent or, or whatever human being, because they have more to give. They have more resilience. They have they're overflowing with abundance to be able to share it with other people. So I don't know why it's so difficult to see that and why it's there's so much shame and finger pointing to the fact that you just want to be the best version of yourself. I mean, especially in this day and age where it's like self-care is really put down our throats in such a way. You know, we're always talking about self-care and how to yeah. look. So I just, I still don't understand where the disconnect is there Mm -hmm. with people. Yeah. I mean, if I am not looking after myself, you know, I disconnect from my body. I, you know, Mm -hmm. am short with my family, you know, and when I feel myself getting to that, I'm like, what have I done for myself? How, where have, where do I need to make time for myself? Because my day is full with, you know, family and business and all the things, but where can I sort of make time and stem off from that. If it's even just, you know, my, my self-care or my making time is very simple. You Mm -hmm. know, it's, um, getting out for a walk. If I just need to sort of like change the energy or if I'm stuck in my office or in my home, working out is really important to me. Not even, I mean, yes, obviously physically, but I get so much more out of it mentally Mm -hmm. when I work out just helps clear my head. You know, making sure like I get a smoothie in every day with all, you know, I hate taking vitamins. So like <laughs> I throw everything into my smoothie and be like, what, you know what? People are going to want to know what's in the smoothie. What, what, what's it look like for you? So it looks really unappetizing, but <laughs> it's chocolate, which is my favorite. I use, it's called Maximum Vibrance. Okay. Is that right? Maximum Vibrance. It's got absolutely everything in there that you could possibly need protein, amino acids, vitamins that I probably don't even need. <laughs> Literally all in here. And it's then I there. add like MCT oil and then I add an extra co- like collagen and a handful of spinach and I just like pile it in there. I love so it. So I feel like I've made time for my health today. It's something simple. It's all in one, super convenient. I do feel like smoothies for many people, it is such a great way to, if you're not able to get all the things in in every meal, it's a great way to bring it in throughout your day. 
Manuka honey is a powerful superfood. It boasts compounds that encourages the body's natural healing process and can be used for targeted wellness as a pre-workout energy source and even as part of your daily skincare regimen for natural skin brightening. The pioneer and global leader in Manuka honey is hands down Kumbita. I love Kumbita for years. The pioneer and global leader in Manuka honey is hands down Kumbita. For nearly 50 years, Kumbita has been upholding standards that consistently exceed stringent certifications for product quality and efficacy, so you know it's the good stuff. Kumbita offers the most premium, pure, well-researched, and sustainably sourced Manuka products on the market. The UMF mark on Kumbita's Manuka honey labels refer to the unique Manuka factor, the gold standard in Manuka ratings backed by the New Zealand government for its verification of quality and potency. The higher the UMF, the more potent the product, and Kumbita offers a variety of options for you. For more information, to shop these amazing products, visit Kumbita.com. I have loved Kumbita for years. I use it daily to support my gut health, support energy levels, support my immune system. Love it so much. Visit Kumbita.com. That's C-O-M-V-I-T-A.com and use code WillCole20 for 20% off. That's WillCole20 for 20% off at Kumbita.com. So was there a specific time in your life, a pivotal moment when you realized that you needed to prioritize your self-care or was it sort of a gradual evolution into real, the, that realization? Yeah. I mean, I think there's been like two life events for me. First, you know, I'd mentioned like the birth of my daughter and, you know, then learning how, and then I had my other daughter, Evelyn, two years later, and just sort of learning how to balance being a, a mother Mm -hmm. having a, a company, you know, doing all of that. And then, you know, just with sort of what's happened with my husband, you know, recently, just his health mm -hmm. battle, really, with aphasia. And, you know, just sort of how to like navigate that and be able to be my best self for him and my family. And like mm -hmm. how to, I mean, and it's so important because, you know, I am the one sort of driving my family's ship. And mm -hmm. if I am not at my sort of optimal self, my family will suffer for it. And this doesn't just go for me. I kind of feel this just goes for like yeah. any family, any, you know, any parent, any whomever, right. you know, if you are just not looking after yourself, it's just not a win. Mm -hmm. That's something that else I've, I've seen being a part of people's health journey for the past decade plus is when my patient has to be a advocate for their partner or a parent yeah. or a child that's going through a health journey of their own. Their health is very often put on the back burner because they're having to be a part of the, you know, the bigger issue at hand for a time. Do you have any tips or tricks or, you know, experience that you're going through right now or have since all of this started for Bruce? Any advice you could give to somebody that their health is on the back burner because of, of someone else? Yeah, I mean, it, it, that is what you hear. Like, that's just sort of the narrative for caregivers. I think that mm -hmm. you do have a tendency to put person that you're looking after's needs above your own and your health just takes a hit. And I had always heard that. And, you know, when we started down this journey with my husband, it was kind of just something that I put into my head. Like, I'm not going to let this take us both down, right? Like, mm -hmm. I need to rise to the occasion. Absolutely is horrific and sad. And like, all I can't even talk about it without getting emotional. But, you know, like I said, I have to drive the ship. I'm going to show up for my husband. I'm going to show up for my family. They are the most important to me. But like you said, in order to do that, like, mm -hmm. I really have to look after myself. You know, I mm -hmm. really, you know, I always make sure that, you know, when I go see my OBGYN, that I've already booked that appointment for the following year. When I go in for my mammogram each year, I've already booked that appointment for that year, for the following mm -hmm. year. It's very type A, but it's also that like my health is very important. I might not always do the best things to support myself. 
I'm a mm-hmm. stress eater, which I love to eat, you know, really <laughs> trying to work on that. But, you know, I really do try and put my best foot forward. Mm-hmm. And I just try and do just little simple things, you know, so that I know that I'm looking after myself mm-hmm. and so that I can look after my family. That's really all. That's really yeah. all that I care about, you know? Yeah. yeah. I love it. So what does self-care look like? You talked about your chocolate smoothie. We got that nutrient dense one and done. What's a day in the life look like? What are some things that you do to fill your cup up? So I wake up before my family does. You know, I'm an early riser. So I love to wake up early, sort of, you know, make my coffee, look at my to-do list, just sort of like wrap my head around the day. That kind of just sort of energizes me then to be able to get my kids up and go through that whole struggle of getting them up and ready for school and all of that. And then once I get them off to school, I'm in the gym. I have just a gym and luckily in our house, I've been using Tonal. I love it. I was in LA the other week for work and I was at the Santa Monica Promenade and I've never got to see one in person. The tonal looks freaking amazing. What are your thoughts on the tonal? Should I get one? <laughs> you know what? There's not many at-home machines that I feel have, you know, I, a lot of them have just collected dust in my house. <laughs> the tonal is something that I absolutely love. And I'm not sponsored by them. I bought yeah, that is... thing. They didn't send me it. Like I saw it and I was like, no, I, I really need that. Like I really so it's, feel like- Explain it to people. It's like this resistance yeah. band, right? All in one, but I'll let you talk. So essentially it's like the mirror. If you guys remember like you know, this, I guess it's like, a, that's not a machine. It's just a mirror that will play you a workout that you can follow. This one is that. You have a trainer and then you have these arms attached to the, the mirror. And you can do all different types of, you know, resistance with it, all different types of movements with it. And you can pick how long you want to work out. You can pick your level, what area you want to work out. And it can get very heavy too. I mean, you can really get high resistance on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm not at that high resistance, but, (laughs) you know, I'm working my way up there. But it is really something that I use. I'm going to say five times a week. I've also started to dust the dust off my um, soul cycle bike because I do need a little bit more cardio in my life. So I'll do like 20 minutes on that. This is if I have the time. I'll do 20 yeah. minutes on that, Get my, just get sweat going, just sort of get my heart rate up and then jump on the tonal for 30 minutes. My workout is about, you know, in total under an hour. Mm-hmm. Which is more than enough. I kind of feel yeah. like you really only need, what do they say, like 20 to 30 minutes a yeah. day? Of higher intensity things. Yeah, most yeah. people could do that. For sure. I'm just still trying to work off all of that like pandemic weight. <laughs> You're related. <laughs> Clearing out the 2020 from your body. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. All these years later, I hear you. People took a hit. People took a hit. I mean, how was it? Was it tough for you personally with the pandemic and all that came with it? Yeah. I mean, you know, luckily for us, you know, we were able to be home. I worked from home. So I was able to continue to work. We went to Idaho and spent a couple of, I ended up spending like, I guess about a good eight months there. Actually, we were quarantining with my husband's ex-wife. There was just, you know, there are three girls. So it was just, it was, I hate to say it. We actually had a great time. Like, we did. Like it it was actually a really beautiful time for us. Connection. Just, yeah. Oh my gosh. For us to for all of Bruce's five girls to be together, you know, and mm-hmm. um just for all of us to be able to connect day in, day out. We ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for months. Yeah. You know? And it's such like beautiful God's country too, of where you're at in Idaho. Oh my gosh, just land and fresh air and Really, we were lucky to be able to get out of LA and be where we were. And, you know, of course, it was a scary and it brought up a lot of insecurity and all, all of that. But for us as a family during that time was something really special, really mm-hmm. special for us. Yeah, that you'll never get. I mean, it's like you'll all, never get that time. You never regret that time, too. It's like such a powerful. Same with us, too. Like when our lives simplified even more, like even just the kids activities, it just like really enabled us to see my wife and I to see what we were going to keep when the world opened back up. Like what really matters here? 
totally. Yeah. I mean, now it's kind of, we're back into the grind and I'm, you know, setting all these things up for my kids and their after school activities and this and that. So we're just sort of like right back in it. But I, yeah. I also think it's kind of great for them now to be busy again and, you know, to learn to how to play an instrument in person with someone and all of that. Yeah. yeah. So something that I've always seen from just from like knowing rumor and knowing family on, on that level is how beautiful your family is from the outside. This like beautiful blended family that most families can't get to. What do you think that is? Like, what do you think that is a testament to the fact that you quarantined with your husband's ex-wife? I mean, not many people could say that. Oh, no. People think it's just the oddest thing. But it is an odd thing. I mean, it really is. It's definitely not the norm. I've Mm -hmm. heard all of the stories in the world about, you know, how hard it was for someone to come into a family that was already sort of there and established and whatnot. I mean, I think the reason why it worked is because Demi and Bruce wanted it to work, that whomever was coming into their lives, like this was what it was, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, when I first started dating Bruce, I think Bruce's youngest, Tallulah, was, she was like 12. Mm-hmm. And these kids, man, they welcomed me with open arms. They're just really loving, kind beings, which is a testament to their parents. And that made all the difference. And, you know, same with Demi. I think all of them just really wanted to see their their dad. Demi wanted to see her ex-husband happy. And... Mm-hmm. I must have brought that to him. So Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yeah, I mean, you are loved. I mean, that's evident that you are such a loving aspect to that family. And I think it's tough for people to put their pride aside or their ego aside and really say, I, this is, I want unity and love in the family. I think you're right. That is a testament to the actual souls that are in that family more than anything. More than anything. So jumping back into the self-care, like you do the tonal, you do the work. So let's go through the rest of the day. What's self-care? You mentioned to me once the grounding mat. Can we talk about the grounding mat? What's that like? Yeah. So it's called ground therapy. I don't even know how I came across it or who told me about it. But anyway, they have sort of like a whole suite of products. One is this grounding mat that I have that I have my feet on right now. You sort of plug it in. It's like if you can't get outside and walk Mm -hmm. around barefoot or whatnot, which I can't always do that, especially in Los Angeles. You just plug this mat in. It's, you know, helpful for sort of regulating your nervous system, helps with sleep, stress. They even have a a product. It's like a mattress pad that I have Mm. on our bed. I was using it for a time being. I have to say that I did take it off our mattress because I felt like I was running a little hot with it. But I don't know if that's just... You being like pre-menopausal, I'm not a hundred percent sure, <laughs> but I felt like, oh, it's okay. Like if I can take it, I'll take it off the bed. I'll keep it, you know, at my feet in the office. So yeah, it's just this grounding pad called ground therapy. I think that's the it. name of the company. Awesome. I have a similar one. It's from higher dose. It's a PEMF, oh. which is probably the same technology, like pulse electromagnetic field frequency. It mimics nature, right? It's really, that's the objective of it is to sort of mimic the the negative ions of the earth. Do you notice a difference whenever you use that? No. <laughs> You're just <laughs> hoping for the best. <laughs> I'm hoping, listen, I will try anything. You know, it's, it doesn't take anything for me just to put my feet on this. And I'm hoping in my mind that it is doing something. I'm just yeah. a highly anxious, stressful, you know, stressed being. So it's sometimes very hard to really feel like what is working, what is not working. But like I yeah. said, I'll, I'll try anything. It says yeah. it works. I'm going to just put my faith <laughs> in the science that it works. I love it. Is it tough for you? I mean, being, you know, mentioned being in Idaho and like, I know you spent some time on the East Coast in the country too. Is it tougher being now back in LA? Do you find that it's, more difficult to stay grounded and less stressed? Or is it the same for you no matter where you're at? No, definitely different. You know, we spend our summers in Idaho, which is just incredible. You know, the kids love being out in nature and so do I. And, you know, I I garden when I'm there. Mm -hmm. You know, I do things around my house. You know, I'm learning how to sort of do all of these random things, which is kind of like a part of self-care for me. Like, for me, it was this summer was like, you need to 
find something new, learn something new. So I like redid these benches and gardened and just did all this kind of stuff that just sort of fed my soul. I do think there is a big difference with sort of life in Idaho versus being in LA. LA is just, I guess any city, but I just find it very stressful, Mm -hmm. especially with my husband because he leaves the house and he's being followed by paparazzi, which I just Mm -hmm. find so sick. Right. And they're not following just because they just want to follow him. They're following because of the news that's surrounding him. And I just find that highly distasteful. Yeah. That brings up a lot of anxiety for me every day, every right. day. Right. Um, but when we're in Idaho or when we were living out in New York, sort of, you know, we were in Westchester for a while, we did not have that issue, but he definitely has that here now. So, yeah, it's like a fishbowl in a way. I could only imagine that. Yeah, it's very different. <laughs> yeah. It's different. Yeah. yeah, it makes the big cities very small when you're in LA under that capacity. It's just like, it's so insulated in that way. So let's shift gears to this amazing line that is just freaking beautiful. The ingredients are so freaking pure. What was the the genesis of Coco Baba? And, and tell me about the name too. I mean, where did the name come come to be? Yeah, so Coco Baba is my body care line for Aim for moms and moms to be looking for a safe and effective body care line through their pregnancy and beyond. You know, Coco Baba, the name, obviously Coco for short for coconut. Yeah. And then Baba was, it came from this book that my husband had read called Shantaram. We both read it actually. And based in India and in this book, Baba is used in India as a term of endearment. So my husband just started calling me Baba. And when we had our kids, they were Babas. And like, we're a bunch of Babas running in the house. So like when I had this idea of this, you know, line based around coconut oil, I was like, my God, this has to be called Coco Baba. I hope no one else has this name. <laughs> That's how that came to be. And, you know, it's a body care line. And, you know, I... You know, when I was pregnant with my first daughter, I was looking for safe, you know, safe ingredients, something that was effective. You know, our skin is our biggest organ. And I was very nervous about what I was putting in my body and on my body. And I went back to an old family favorite, which is coconut oil. So my family, they're Indian from India and, and then moved to Guyana. Coconut oil has just been in our family forever. So I started using that throughout my pregnancy. And I came out stretch mark free and I had this aha moment where I was like, I need to be able to build a line around this hero ingredient. And, you know, that's how Coco Baba came to be. I mean, I'm completely and totally stretch mark prone. So to be able to come out of this pregnancy without stretch marks was just, was really incredible. So, you know, I didn't really know much about the beauty industry at that point. Clean and green was just scratching the surface because we're talking like 10, 11 years ago. So I wanted to ensure that whatever ingredient was going into these products, it needed to be safe because I wanted to put this on all pregnant women, all breastfeeding women. And I ended up formulating in Germany because the EU standards for beauty were just different then. I think obviously the US has kind of got up to speed on all of it now, but still... The EU standards are still high. So to ensure that this product was clean, I took it to Germany. They formulated three beautiful products, which is the coconut butter mousse, the coconut oil Mm -hmm. scrub, and then the coconut body oil, which is really my favorite product. Our bestseller Mm -hmm. is the mousse. People love the mousse, but the oil is definitely my favorite because that's kind of where the whole sort of idea came from. And, you know, we just have beautiful ingredients and organic oils and cruelty-free, vegan. And yeah, I just wanted a product that came in beautiful packaging as opposed mm-hmm. to putting your hand into a vat of coconut oil over <laughs> and over again. It was just highly disgusting. And I feel that we always look after our face so much more than we do our body. Mm-hmm. So it just gives women sort of that extra 10 minutes when they get out of the shower to do the creams on their face, but also take like the time to be able to just care for your body and mm-hmm. look look after that. So I love that. Were there yeah. any specific, you mentioned some, but are there, were there any other non-negotiables when you were creating 
these products like that maybe people aren't aware of when they're going and getting these body care products and they don't even look at the label or even understand the words on the label. But for you, what were some of the non-negotiables? Yeah, I mean, I think that was it for me. It was really to have the cleanest product I could Mm -hmm. possibly get that women could trust and that they could put on their body and be able to be skin to skin with their baby. You know, we even from the original formula that we did in Germany, and now we produce it in the U.S., you know, we brought that formula over. We even, over time, have just cleaned up the formula even more. I mean, at one point, I think we had, you know, fragrance in the product. And that was, you know, 10 years ago. But then, you know, we sort of keep our eyes and ears open mm-hmm. and we're always learning and evolving and realize that, no, we can't have fragrance in this. So we yank mm-hmm. that out. And we have aromatics in our products now. And, you know, it's really just about how to have the cleanest, most effective products for pregnant women and women and men. My husband loves it. He puts it on his face. And I'm like, I don't know that that goes on your face, but <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> sure, it's okay. It says on the bottle, I love it. It says belly, belly, boobs, and body. And we also can say Bruce Willis's face as well. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> and his head. His bald head. It works perfectly. I I mean, look, like you said, our skin is our largest organ. So these are things that are just food grade things that really um, are wonderful. You have the body body serum as well. So and and, and I know there's four steps. There's the scrub, then you do the serum. Can you go through the steps and like what that ritual, that a cocoa baba ritual looks like? Yeah. The ritual is that you start in the shower with the coconut body scrub. We use the husk of the coconut. We're not using microbeads. So, you know, we're not polluting, you know, the environment even more. And it's just a beautiful scrub and it just feels so yummy. And then after, once you're done with that, I use the serum. So it's like how you would, like if you were taking care of your face, you would wash your face, then you would apply your serum, which is very targeted. We're using peptides and it's really, the serum is really great for firming. I wouldn't really suggest it for pregnant women. I would sort of suggest this for after your pregnancy where you want to sort of tighten the skin. You know, if you have stretch marks, that's going to help target the stretch marks. And then afterwards, we do the mousse, the coconut butter mousse, like I said, which is like our bestseller. People love this mousse. And it's just Mm -hmm. very like thick and creamy and nurturing and Mm -hmm. moisturizing. And then you lock it in with the coconut body oil. Love and it. then you Super can, easy. you know, it, do, it doesn't have to be all of it. You can use, you know, sometimes you don't have time for all of it. Sometimes I just keep the oil in my shower. So I'll just shower and then put the oil all over myself and then get out. But the idea is that you use all the products so that mm-hmm. you can really take that time for yourself. Yeah. You know, close the door, lock it so your kids don't come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I have patients that even for their, they have kids running around their house. And because we're telehealth, I have so many consults held in bathrooms and in closets because it's like, this is the door I could lock and they, I am hiding here. Sometimes you have to hide. It is okay. (laughs) I'm sure you've been there before. So this has been a great conversation. So you know that the podcast is called The Art of Being Well. So this is Emma's Art of Being Well. We are going to, I'm just going to throw out different questions within wellness and I'm going to pick your brain. Are you okay with that? Yeah, let's see. All right. First question, what is the worst tasting healthy food that you will still have it because it's so good for you, but it's horrible tasting? Probably fish oil. Like a fish oil supplement? Yeah, like a fish oil that like sort of repeats on you. But right now I'm actually, I didn't say this with my smoothie, but I do put the fish oil inside just to kind of get it in. It's not the best, but I know that I need it. And I know yes. that it's very important and I hate it, but I take it. And is I it like a cod liver out. oil or is it just like mega fish oil in like liquid form? Yeah. It, and it's also, they sort of like hide it behind this sort of peach flavor. Yeah. So it's they like, don't do a great job yeah, with that. Peachy fish. Peachy fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to hide. It's hard to hide sometimes, but they like putting the citrus and the peaches around it. That's right. Yeah. I'll, to, I'll, I'll start to think of a few formulas for you that may be a little bit less fishy. Oh, please. Thank I'll, you. I'll, I'll talk to you afterwards. What's your dream vacation if you had to pick? A beach vacation. I don't even have to think about that. So far, what has been the best beach you have visited? In Turks and Caicos. Okay. 
I've never yeah. been. Oh, you must go. It's so beautiful. My husband, I think in the, gosh, in the 90s, brought, bought a piece of property on an island called Parakeh, which is a part of the Turks and Caicos Islands. And it's just, it's just stunning. Blue water, pink sands, and white sand. And just too many mosquitoes, but it's okay. But a beach holiday for me. I just, I love the ocean and the sand and the sun. Love it. Love it. If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, regardless of health benefits, so wow. remove health benefits aside, purely on taste alone, what would that food be? Fettuccine Alfredo, like pasta with some kind of just really decadent cream sauce. Love it. You mentioned supplements. You're putting a lot in there. You mentioned not like taking a lot of supplements. What are the maybe one or two supplements that have the biggest helpers for you personally. Maybe it's that dang fish oil that tastes like peachy fish, but. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know that I'm feeling a difference from any of them, but, you know, I have a liquid vitamin D that I take. Breast cancer runs in my family. So I just know that like D is a very important supplement, right? Mm -hmm. To take yeah, yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. So I would say D because I yeah. always feel like I'm very deficient. Whenever I get mm -hmm. my blood work back, so like, you could be better with your D. So I'm just yeah. trying to improve. Yeah. That. And different minerals can help with the absorption of vitamin D, like copper being one of them. So oftentimes eating foods that are rich with copper can be helpful with that. It'll help with basically the bioavailability of the vitamin D. So a little pro tip, but yeah, it, vitamin D is, it, even if someone's optimizing their copper, vitamin D is deficiency is very common. So you're not alone. So in that. common. Yeah. yeah. You hit on a good point that a lot of those things are just foundational, right? Like getting vitamin D, omega, getting omega, long chain, chain omega fats. Are just People wouldn't necessarily notice a huge change. Some people can, certainly, with certain things with those two. But I think for most of us, me included, I don't notice a massive difference when I'm taking those. But I just know there's so much science around these things being supportive of human health. So it's just kind of making sure we're not super deficient in either. Yeah, I just try and stick with the basics. You know, I get so overwhelmed in the wellness space. Of, mm -hmm. You know, that's why I only listen. There's only a couple of podcasts I listen to because if I start listening to anything and everything, like I just don't even know. I'm like, I give up. I don't even know where to start because yeah. at one moment, moment, we're supposed to be doing this. And then the next moment, I, like you're not supposed to be doing this. And it's yeah. too overwhelming for me. So I think for me and my sort of make time self-care journey, it's about what can I do for myself you know, just, just a baseline, yeah. not to overcomplicate things. And I really don't like taking pills. I did it for so long. I almost choked once and it was so traumatic. I think I have PTSD. So it's like, whenever I take a pill, it's like, no one can talk to me. Like <laughs> the one pill goes into my mouth. I mean, it's, and I get anxiety around. It's so crazy. So that's why I just try and like blend it up. Yeah. Liquid form whatever, that's how I want to take my supplements. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's a great point to say, like stressing about healthy things is not good for your health. And I think that's what I try to do with this podcast is just bring what I try to do for my patient, patients first and foremost, and then share with the world is that there should be a grace and a lightness to this. And if it's a source of dread or obsession or shame or any sort of negative connotation, it's really antithetical to why we're even doing these wellnessy things in the first place. So I think you're wise. And that's why I appreciate your podcast because I feel like it just, it, it doesn't overwhelm me. And I feel like your topics are so digestible and I need to sign on with you as a client. Hey, I told you, I told you whenever you're I ready, know. let's do it. Let's do it. You mentioned that pasta. What's your favorite restaurant in the world and what do you order when you're there? And maybe pasta, maybe something else, but favorite restaurant. I, you know, I love sushi. There's a restaurant that my husband and I used to go to all the time when we were living in this city called Bar Masa in the Time Warner building. And I also just have great memories of it because it was like when we were first dating and we were mm -hmm. so like, you know, in love. I mean, we're still in love, but like, you know, when you're first dating yeah. Yeah. your partner, it's like so much fun. And we would go and we would sit at the bar. And yeah, so I have great memories with that. And the food is just phenomenal there. I mean, they would do this risotto, I remember, with uni on it that was just so different and so beautiful. Sea bream. It was the first time I ever tried sea bream with this like citrus. I still remember it and I haven't been there in so long. Bar Masa. This is in Manhattan? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. I can check that out next time I'm there. Very yummy. If you were able to live to the age of 100, we're talking about longevity and health span here, and keep either the mind or the body of a 30-year-old for the last 70 years of your life, which one would you want? This is a controversial question because I get different answers every time I ask it, but there's no right answer. No, I'm going to say mind. I don't want to lose my mind. You know, I think also in this health journey is like, yeah, like no pun intended, but it's really like how to keep your brain at the top of mind. Like when I look at my health journey now, I look at it with like, how can I best support my brain? You know, we talk about like heart health and all, you know, breast health and all the different things. But, you know, when you think about your brain, there's so many things that we could do for our brain that our whole body sort of benefits from. So, mm-hmm. you know, car, you know, when you work out, great for your brain, how you think, you know, what your thoughts are, you know, that's something for like your mental and physical health. You think about your gut health and how that has that connection to the brain. Yeah. I want to protect my brain mm-hmm. as long as possible because if I do, then my whole body benefits. I love so it. I think I just I think I just won that. You know, if you're asking like brain or body, I think I just won that because <laughs> when you think of your brain first, your whole body benefits. So you're absolutely that's a, right. That's I love a win-win. It. You cracked the code. That's I, I, that. That's I like what it. I said too. I felt like no, I my brain. Like I want to be sharp and. And some people, when they ask that question, they'll say, I just want to look good. That, that's where their mind goes to. Oh, that's interesting. Like, it's more of like, they want to look, look good, but there we talk to them and the, it's like not there. But if uh, you don't have your brain, I don't yeah, know what's going on. Exactly. What's, sure what that. good is that? That's how I feel. That's how I feel. People need to think <laughs> like us. What's, what's the world? What, what's the problem with the world? <laughs> what's your favorite way to get a great night's sleep? Any pro tips to like... You know, so many new moms too, especially, which I know that's a season for many child development, but just overall barring babies that are waking up, what's a great night, great way to get a great night's sleep? So also, I probably didn't mention this in my self-care journey. Sleep is something that I prioritize okay? um, because my sleep definitely took a hit during the baby years and really sort of messed with me overall. So yeah, like I said, I'm an early riser, but and I'm not a night owl. So we're sort of in bed in our house around, I hate to say it, around 8, 8.30. I'm not saying that like we're falling asleep at that time, but, you know, we're winding down. I've been using this magnesium spray at night because yeah. I don't want to take the magnesium. I'm going to <laughs> find another way to, you know, use it. But it's a spray that I spray on my body. I have a calming tea. I've even looked at like, you know, I've had those tinctures of CBD that's been very helpful. And then I have my aura ring. I really just have it to track my sleep. I have an aura ring too. I haven't worn it recently. How's your sleep score? Do you try to beat yourself the next night? Because I was doing that. So I heard a 96 the other night, which was seriously very good. Last night was an 80. So I kind of go between 80 and 90, sort of my average, unless, you know, things happen. And sometimes you get terrible night's sleep. But, you know, I'm I high high 80s, 90s is sort of where I'm at. Sleep is very important for me to be able to function and be on. If I'm not well rested, you don't want to be around me. What I hear you saying is you're prioritizing it. You are winding down around 8.30 p.m. or so. And then are there any tips beyond that to have a great falling asleep, staying asleep experience that you found? I am lucky that I can just fall asleep quite quickly. And I, I do have a feeling that it has to do with the magnesium um, or if I'm feeling like I, if I'm not as tired as I should be, I, I will, you know, use the CBD. The magnesium CBD. Those are great tips for sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. I love that. So the magnesium, what do you know what spray it is? Is it like, I know this is the ancient minerals. I think it's one brand that makes a magnesium spray, but. It's called the new company. N-U-E. Okay. Um, it's great. It's crazy, but I actually think that it works for me. I love it. Well, there you go. That's a, we we know a supplement that you notice a difference (laughs) in magnesium. Yes. There you go. There you go. (laughs) And I have to say that is a game changer for so many people. And that's another deficiency. And one that I would say people notice more because it is such a regulator of our parasympathetic and it can help with so many different pathways when it comes to brain function and 
mood and energy levels, sleep and digestion too. I, I, that can obviously be. Yeah. I've been trying to give my kids more magnesium. They have like this kid-friendly kind of magnesium drink. We don't do it. They don't do it every night, but you know, a couple of times a week because I know, I feel like my kids might be a little depleted in magnesium. So maybe. Most kids are for sure. Do you ever go to Starbucks? And if you go to Starbucks, what is your Starbucks order? It's a cafe latte. Now with oat milk, I actually was always just whole milk, mm-hmm. but I've turned the corner and I'm now using oat milk at home for my coffee, which I love. So a cafe latte made with oat milk, two sugars, two brown sugars. Got it. My friend, we could talk forever about all this stuff, but I know that you have a code for the listeners. You want to tell people where to go to learn about Coco Baba and get this line for themselves. And then what's their special code? So you can go to CocoBaba.com. That's C-O-C-O-B-A-B-A.com. On the website, if you use WillCole20 at checkout, you'll receive 20% off site-wide. And then we're on Instagram, which is CocoBaba Official. And that's where you can find us and learn all about CocoBaba. How to take care of yourself. Love it. Thank you, my friend, for coming on. Come back anytime. Thank you, Will. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.